Hi everyone, this is Mike Putnam with the Jasper Main Street. And Lauren Vance with the Walker Area Association of Realtors. And together we make... Walker Voices. I feel like we should sing that. We should sing it. Uh, well, maybe not this time. No. Maybe not this time. No. But it's a podcast about, you know, just people we want to podcast about, really, in the Walker area. They let us do that. They let us do that. We pay them, though. That's true. It's not free. Hey, everyone, it's not free. Don't, don't let them think it's free. It's not. <laughs> um... But to, uh, oh, before we get started with this very special guest, do you have a Southern moment? I have a Southern moment. Have you been cooking again? Uh, well, I cooked a hot dog last night. That's not really cooking. But no, no, I haven't really been cooking. I have an update on my hydrangeas. Okay, good. They finally bloomed. Oh, so you're a happy Southern woman. Yes. Yes. Mm. Good. What color so- are they? They're white. They're limelight hydrangeas because the bed that they're in, they have a lot of sun throughout the day. So, they're and they're huge this year. So, I guess the wait was worth it. Okay. So, are you going to cut them and take them inside? Absolutely. Okay. When you cut them, dip them in this little, in something called alum. You can get it at the grocery store. It's a spice or something. I don't know what it is. But... Uh, that was on, like, I don't know, Martha Stewart or something. Not that I watch Martha Stewart, Keeps but I don't. Keeps them from wilting quicker? Uh, yes. You do that and then stick them in water. If you just stick them in water, they will, they'll wilt 24 hours later. Right. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that really works. Well, I just know I'll I saw it, it on television. Okay. And I'll if you see it, it on television, it must be true. Absolutely. Kind of like the internet. Yes. Always true. So, um, oh, my Southern moment. What happened yesterday and it happened today. You know, I'm not shy. And so yesterday, I know, yesterday, um, I'm taking some people out to lunch in downtown Jasper, and I think it's Danielle from behind. Yes. So I'm yelling, Danielle, Danielle, Danielle. I can't yell because the the people out there won't appreciate my yelling. Um, The woman never turns around. She was ignoring you. How rude. She was ignoring me. So she never turned around, and finally, she turned the corner, and I saw her profile. It wasn't Danielle. It wasn't Danielle. <laughs> you were just being friendly. Well, and that's the southern moment. We yell or, you know, we... See your person across the road. Right, right. I, she was on the square. I was going to lunch. I was saying, hey, Danielle, uh, do you want to buy my lunch? But she didn't answer me, <laughs> so it was fine. And then it happened again this morning. I was walking to Lula, and I'm yelling at Marvin. I'm saying, Marvin, Marvin. He just keeps on going. But it was Marvin. Are he we working on me. our eyesight? Do we have some... Could be. I don't okay. know if it was Marvin because he was on that bicycle he rides, but I don't, I think he just didn't hear me. Or maybe he just didn't want anybody to know he knew me. That probably happens more often than not. It probably does. <laughs> um, so anyway, well, we're here today with not only a colleague, but a really, really, really good friend of mine, Mary Helmer Worth. She is the president of um, Main Street, Alabama. And she is one of the reasons that Jasper Main Street has seen the success it has seen. Someone asked me one time, what is the success to Jasper Main Street? I said, well, there are a lot of people, generous people with time and resources. I said, and the other thing, when we first started out, they would say, I said, well, if Mary says to do it, I do it. And if Mary says not to do it, I don't do it. It's like a what would Jesus do? Yes. So what would Mary do? Oh, Lord, do? I wish I could get my kids to do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Not so much. Not so much. But it is kind of like a what would Mary do? And if I ever, you know, am unsure, she's just a text away. Okay. 
So anyway, today we got Mary Helmer. Mary, welcome to Walker Voices. I do think you should sing it. I do. Doesn't it sound? You could Walker like Voices. Should, yes, yeah. very pitchy. Well, let's, we'll work on that. We'll practice. We'll see. Let's let's. Yeah, we had to rehearse. I'm all about rehearsal now. <laughs> no. You know that theater background. Um, but anyway, Mary's here today, and Mary's here to tell us our story. She comes from Kansas. We all think she's from Alabama. Once you hear her speak, you'll know she's not from Alabama, though. So she's not from Kansas, Alabama, which no. is that community. Which like, is so cool. I really want the T-shirt. I want the T-shirt that says Kansas, Alabama. Yes. So Kansas, Alabama, if you're listening, make me a T-shirt. I'll pay for it. Well, I we can do that. that does Kansas, Alabama have a T-shirt? They should. They should. I feel okay. like we're going to look into that. Yeah. You probably know someone from – I don't. You probably know someone from Kansas. I'm sure I do. I Somebody bought a house this. in Kansas. Yes. It's in our MLS. Okay, there you go. So, All right. Official. Well, you just be right at home, Tallulah. Tallulah's here with me, of course. Uh, she just hopped in the chair. Um, okay, then. Um, all right, so Mary, from Kansas to Alabama, how did you get to Alabama? How in the world did I I mean, we're glad here? you're here, but how'd you do it? Well, I was, I was Michael. Uh, a long time ago in a town of uh, 25,000. So I was a local Main Street director myself oh. for 10 years. So I've, I've lived the local Main Street director life, loved all of it. It was, it was so much fun because you really do get an opportunity to change the world a little bit. And it's so fun to go home because my sons still live in Emporia. And I can go home and say, you know, I got to be a part of that. You were there. That was pretty yes. cool. Uh, so I did that for 10 years, and then I went to the state in Kansas to work with their state program, and then became a consultant. And then, while I was consulting, doing some Main Street-y things, I got a call from Alabama saying, hey, we're restarting the state program in Alabama, coordinating program. Yes. Would you be interested? And my first answer was no. I, I've already been a state coordinator. I want to do something different. Uh, and then they sent an email back going, it's a private nonprofit, and we're really needing somebody with experience. And I said, ooh, color me interested. Because I had worked in state government in Kansas. Yeah, state government. Red and tape. I'm not a red tape girl. Mm. So uh, in June of 2013, I loaded up my car and moved to Alabama. Made the drive. The, it was a very long drive. I, I had enough stuff so. in my car I couldn't see out the rearview mirror, and I took a wrong turn in St. Louis and wound up in spaces <laughs> you're not supposed to be with a no. full car of stuff. Uh, but Very uh, incognito. It was, yeah, it was incognito <laughs> at all, but arrived, and I, I remember calling, going, I'm on my way. We're, I'll be there to work on Monday. And so we're so excited to have you, and I said, well, so where's the office? Oh, we don't have an office. I said, oh, crap. <laughs> I have no place oh. to live, no office. Okay. Uh, and by the way, you're going to have to work off your own computer and your own phone for a while because we wanted you to pick all your own stuff, which was lovely. A yes. lovely sentiment, but I'm going, hmm. Somebody could have let I'll me know that. I'll go hang out at the hotel <laughs> and uh, figure this out. And it was, yeah. was quite the journey. And then I ended up moving into an apartment complex that's infamous in Birmingham for flooding. But I didn't know that. No one thought to tell so, you No. That. So the following spring, it's... You know, 3 o'clock in the morning, and the fireman's going, you got to leave. I said, dude, I don't know anybody. <laughs> I call at 3 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Goes, It'll be fine. He goes, but you can't stay here. Okay, so, you know, you're wading through waist high water, and I'm going, this Alabama stuff is crazy. It's not for the week, man. you gotta, you got to be 
you got to be strong. Birmingham is still flooding at times. And that apartment complex is still flooding. Still flooding. Yeah. You yes. see it on the news every now and then. You do. I'm actually just like a few weeks ago, the last big rain, I think. So, so but I have loved some every things change, some don't. Some things don't, but it's uh, you know, so I had to learn my southern moment um, was that August still trying to find better place to live than where I, the flooding Yes, was. yes. And running around with a realtor in Birmingham, and it's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon in August, and he goes, you seem you seem a little cranky today. I said, dude, this humidity is like breathing underwater. How do you live here? It was awful. And I have curly hair, so my hair was like... So my southern moment is having one, one or two nice southern ladies tell me about all the product you put on your hair so it doesn't grow. We really should make a like a, a cliff notes, a cheat sheet for just a welcome bag to anybody yeah. who's not from Alabama. Here's your hair product. Trust that's, me. That's that's a need great this. idea. Yeah. Like Aquanet, you mean? No. No. But that's very southern. It is, but that's if you want your hair to be taller. I guess it's and, old southern. And yes. like really like stiff. a helmet. Okay. Yes, like you go get your hair that. done on Thursday for the week. Gotcha. That kind of thing. That's more that style. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to point out, you can't see it out there, um, but two things I want to point out. Mary and I are wearing the same costume today. <laughs> we well, we're, I mean, you know, I'm wearing the man version of what she's wearing. Um, oh, my gosh, you are. I uh-huh. We are. It's kind of fun. Now I'm tra- I feel left out wearing color. I know. I should have called you. You should have. Um, and the other thing <laughs> is... Um, uh, Rebecca is in this is uh, our producer's daughter and she is having a good time with Tallulah and Tallulah's having a good time because Tallulah's having potato chips she is <laughs> I think Tallulah, you were telling me I was going to get her in trouble earlier but maybe Tallulah is Uh-oh. not the best partner in crime Tallulah will not even pay us any attention as long as we've got potato chips over there but anyway and by the way this is not Miller time <laughs> that is canned LaCroix just, just so you know um but Mary, so you got to Alabama, and the state program was kind of non-existent. Yeah, kind of the background. Um, of course, Main Street is a national approach, so it's been around forty plus years. So Main Street's been on a long, you know, around for a long time. But here in Alabama, they ran a program for 25, 30 years through the Alabama Historical Commission. I was blissfully unaware in Kansas what all was going on, but budget cuts occurred as, as things happened, and the program was cut. Oh. So 10 years without a state coordinating program at all here in Alabama. So a group of wonderful people got together and said, we really need to bring it back, and spent some time getting incorporated in 2010 and raising funds. And in 2013, they were looking for staffed operations, okay. and I was blessed to be selected for the job and and for me my interest level was being a private nonprofit allows us to pivot quickly yes and offer services that more advanced communities will need as well as the base services that a lot of brand new communities have a little need. more diversity there which was important to me being right. a long-time main street director myself it's like okay i've been doing this for 10 years so that You've speaker seen the I've, pitfalls yeah. and the yeah yeah and I've seen the same speaker speak three times. I can do their I can do their presentation. Let's do something different. Right. Um, and we were the first Great American Main Street Award winner in Kansas in Emporia. So we were cooking with Crisco, uh, really doing some some wonderful things there. And we needed elevated services to meet where we were going, while the state program, because of the way it was located, right. This is this is what we offer. It's a mile wide and an inch inch thick but right. this is what we offer we're here in alabama it's it's a mile deep 
which I love. And yes. I love that flexibility to be able to give community and speed up services, which we actually did here in Jasper. Yes. Uh, when Jasper came on, we typically do three big services over the first three years. We do a resource team that kind of sets everything together and gives them a strategic plan. Mm-hmm. And then in year two, we do the market analysis so they understand their economic development. And then year three, we do branding. But here in Jasper, it was moving so quickly, we went, you know, we can do, they requested and we talked about it and I went, there's no reason to withhold this. So we did right. their market analysis and branding at the same time. So there was this big party and everything was launched right. and it's just amazing. So yes, Jasper is doing a wonderful, wonderful job here. And Mike's okay too. So Wow. <laughs> That's okay. I'm okay with that. Hey, I still get a paycheck, but no matter what you think. <laughs> It's like a C's get degrees type thing. Still get that paycheck. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. No, but you have done an excellent job. He really really has. Um, Okay, so you got here to Alabama and you inherited how many communities? We inherited 10. There were communities who had held on during that time frame that were still um, calling themselves Main Street, but really hadn't had any services ever. 10 plus years hadn't had any services. So that's pretty impressive that they decided to hold on and still try to keep doing the Main Street approach. So my first probably six, eight months was visiting those existing communities and asking them, okay, what what are you doing? And then, okay, this is Main Street, so how do we, either they were already in the midst of doing Main Street and didn't really know it, or they needed some assistance getting them kind of to that next push. So that was my first year, and then we started bringing on new cities in 2014. So it's been crazy Generally, you bring on three new cities per year. Yeah, we bring on up to three new cities a year, and you know, some years four. We've done four cities twice. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Because <laughs> um, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Because I mean, when you think about the acceleration of services, we're still dealing with the three we brought in the year before. So we may be doing four resource teams, but we're doing three market analysis, and the ones we brought on the year before are doing branding. And it's like, I can do this. I can. I can. It's a lot of balls in the air at one time. It, it truly is. So I go where my phone tells me to go. So uh, I, 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 everything's I on the calendar. Yes. It's like, yes. Mm-hmm. But it's so much fun. It's such a satisfying job. Well, and you have grown from your personal computer and your personal phone in the hotel room to a good staff now. Yes, yes. There are now four of us, which is wonderful. So it's, uh, you know, I kind of arrived by myself trying to figure out what in the world am I doing. And it was it was really helpful that I had been a state coordinator in Kansas. So I was, I mean, I brought... Kind of had I an idea, have, at least. Yeah, I still have on my computer my Kansas file. I still right. don't go back to it anymore, but I borrowed heavily from that when I started. And, of course, you follow the National Main Street four-point approach of organization, promotion, design, and economic vitality. So, so there it's kind is of a Main in. Street. There's kind of a hierarchy Yes, there. there's okay. a national, and then each, pretty much every state has a state coordinating program. Uh, so it's, them. yeah, and then the cities that are designated within that state program. Okay, so that's similar to the Realtor Association. That's yeah. kind of how ours trickles down. Well, you, you came in, um, and you... Because your staff has grown, and because you're clearly your office space has grown, mm-hmm. um, and you're, you're not still in a hotel room, or no. like out of your car, no, she's, out of my car. I'm still just <laughs> just working out of the trunk. It's she's good. not at the La Quinta anymore. There we go. There we go. We got out of La Quinta. <laughs> it was the Candlewood Suites. Come on. Sorry. Yes. yes, I was high class, but uh, um, but you came in, and as you pulled in more cities, of course you you're like me. 
you're always looking for funding. You're always looking mm -hmm. for connections. Um, but by the time you got to Jasper, you had been here a few, two years maybe? Yeah, you came on in 15. I'd been here two years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but by that time, and she's going she's gonna to be embarrassed when I say this, but by that time, the Main Street program, the state Main Street program, had enough creds that we brought her into Jasper and everyone was on her. Like, yes, please take us. Yeah, it was us. it was so fun when we do the the new city application process. It's not a joke. First of all, there's an application, and every once in a while I'll have a community. In fact, it happened this year that they started the application, opened it up. It was due like June fourth or fifth, something like that, and they opened it like Monday of that week. And they called me and said, "You know, this is a lot, and said, but we're going to give it a try." I said, "You don't no, don't, don't even." I said, "You don't have a chance to get that done." So it's it's really meant to form the baseline of the program from there on. So, you know, it's asking things like how many buildings do you have, how many are empty, how many are locally owned, how many absentee. I mean, it's... So it's, you ask it's those intense. cities to, well, one, I would assume it kind of helps you weed out the people or the groups that are kind of knee-jerk reaction. Oh, let's look and see. Let's, exactly. let's do this. But then they have to put in that groundwork. And yes. if you've made it that far... You do. If you're going to take all the time to fill out the application, and then the right. other cool part is we have a on-site presentation to a selection committee, and that was a little bit of what, what Mike was talking about. Each city comes in and they make a presentation because it, it, sometimes in the written application, it's kind of hard to have the heart and soul, and we yeah. love our community because, but when they come in and talk to you, it's going, oh my gosh. You can see them. And Mike's helped serve on the selection committee before. It can go from you know, ranking this way to the selection committee seeing the on-site presentation completely flipped. Okay. Because that's when you're going, oh, my gosh, they get it. They you get the emotion. And we've the, seen everything right. from acting out Steel Magnolia play with the four points of Main Street. Ooh, that was pretty fun, by the I way. I was about to say, I like to, that. To, um, you know, PowerPoint presentations that you would kind of expect. So they really kind of have 45 minutes to do whatever they want with Q&A. Um, and it really is that it's so much fun to, to see that in the community. And we want them to be ready to roll because we announce usually June 1st or whatever the first Friday is of June. Okay. And we're in the community by mid-June. So, so you hit the ground running. It's like you need okay. to be ready because right. you don't get designation and wait, you know, eight months for us to arrive. Um, and we take it really seriously because the first year we expend about $60,000 in services and time and energy in a community. So we want them to be ready for us to come in. Um, so that's, that's the important part. But Mike had mentioned staff, and I do have a couple of new staff members. And it's so nice to have the experienced people on staff. Tanya Maloney just yes. joined our staff, and she was a local Main Street director and the economic development person for Cleburne County. So she comes with a little bit different chops. Yes. And Natricia Black has been with us a while, but she was the Main Street director in Athens for seven or eight years. So she's doing a, a lot with us. And then Jennifer Chouette. Uh, oh, Shwetty. No, that's, I never say your name right. She always says I say it wrong. Chouette. I just say Jennifer. Jennifer S. Shooty. Shooty. Yeah, you have to sit here and think about it. Shooty. But my <laughs> phone calls her Chouette. So I, I tell her it's not my, it's it's not my not fault. You. It's my phone's fault. It's Siri. 
but she just joined our staff, and she's a hoot. So it's it's nice to have um, the opportunity to get additional ideas in. Yes. Especially with the American Recovery Plan money that's coming into a lot of cities. Right. Trying to, how do we determine a, a part of that that can come into the Main Street districts and, and help them be successful long term. So. Yeah. Seems like you have like-minded people. It's people that have worked with Main Street and other realms, or I guess mm-hmm. at a smaller scale, but now they're moving up. Um, so they know of things that have worked, things that have haven't. Um, so that's that's really neat. Yeah. And well, both Trisha and Tanya worked in D.C. Um, at one point. Oh, so awesome. they were they worked for either uh, either staffers for senators in D.C. or on the. They understand to, that red tape a little bit. Yeah, they do, yes. but they also understand that advocacy piece yes. that's so important it, at, at you know the state level absolutely. as well as the, the national level. So, so and, how does Main, the Main Street program, how do you guys get funding? How do you secure? Because you're talking about the money that is then mm-hmm. rolled into these municipalities. Yes. How does that work? We are... Um, we walk the walk and talk the talk that we expect our communities to do. So Main Street is always meant to be a public-private partnership. Mm -hmm. So we do get some money from the state of Alabama, uh, some through tourism. Actually, we we have a line item in the state budget. Uh, But the majority of our funds come from private corporations and foundations, uh, companies who believe that Alabama can be a better place. Um, And you know, what we hear a lot is it's hard to be successful as an entire community if your downtown is rotten. So if the core Very is true. rotten, everybody's yes. looking, oh, this just spreads. I mean, look at Detroit and right. what started happening there. And they're really coming back in Detroit. But it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of an interesting way of looking at it from instead of just le- abandoning something right. and going out and going out, which we've done in the United States for years, yes. is come back and work on what's currently there. And right. the amazing infrastructure and bones that were left behind can be revived and it's so again it's just a wonderful thing to be able to swing back and look at buildings that were built in you know late 1800s sometimes earlier Mm -hmm. but even the early 1900s that are still here and are going to be here if they're taken care of yes we're building some new buildings today are really only meant to last about 30 years they're just not built the same they're not so and you see the aesthetic is just not you don't have I, love, I mean, I love historic buildings, but even going through, you know, downtown Birmingham, even in Jasper, you see these buildings that were built. You you don't get to build those anymore. No. Or if you do, it's going to cost you a small fortune to well, do Well, that's All what that we used to do tours with the fifth graders because they were close. We adopted them as our, our school um, in Emporia because they were like two blocks from, mm-hmm. from our district. But we during Preservation Month, which is May. May, by the way, uh, we would do tours with all the fifth graders. So was, at first I thought we'll get, they're getting out of the classroom, so we're probably going to get 100 of them. Well, there's there are 350 kids in, we had, to, we had to do like three tours. It was like crazy because wow. we were walking the kids downtown doing the, and, and my spiel with them was always, you can tell when your community was rich and you can tell when your community was poorer just by looking at your buildings in the downtown district. And you can tell the pride that people wanted generations later to know this is my town. Yes. That's pretty cool stuff. Hi, this is Jennifer Coron, co-host of Left on Red, the Daily Mountain Eagles political podcast, and we're glad to welcome Bevel State Community College as a sponsor. Your story starts at Bevel State Community College. 
Whether you're just starting out or starting over, Bevel State has an opportunity that is right for you. With five locations serving seven counties, you don't have to go far to start your own success story. Plus, with tuition lower than four-year colleges, you won't need to spend more for a great education. Visit them online at bscc.edu to learn about your options for seamless academic transfer and high-demand career tech and health science offerings. Let them help you tell your story. That is one of, that was always one of, I think, my big things when the tornadoes came through Cordova, that, you know, the topic always is, you know, rebuilding. And the mindset of that council group that I was with, because we had worked with Cheryl Morgan from Auburn and a bunch of different groups, was we do want these buildings back, obviously, but you don't want to do a knee-jerk reaction and throw up, you know, this metal building because in the you know we're looking 20 years down the road is that going to be sustainable is that building still going to be there um probably not um so and that was a thing that we ran into a lot and they're still battling that there now is how do you find that that mix so i'm sure that's not the only community that struggled with that through the years yeah you know you talked about all your success stories and there are a lot of success stories in alabama and again she will Pishaw this because of Mary and because of Mary's leadership um, but just because you apply doesn't mean you become a designated no. community um, which go is, ahead which is why we have the network level and the network level is really for those communities who are tipping their toe in the Main Street water yes and what I tell communities a lot is Main Street works 100% of the time if the community works it but if you expect me to come in and save your city, that, that ain't going to happen. Right. You never have to worry about us working. We're going to work. But Main Street isn't going to work in a community that wants something done to them. They're not If invested. they want to work with them, right. we're, we're, we're the best game in town. But it is, ask Mike, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot of, I mean, what was it, last Saturday or Sunday you're out painting the intersection? I mean, there's a lot of different <laughs> things that you For the second time. Yeah, and I've got the tan and the blisters to prove it. <laughs> So, yeah, it takes that, that pride and energy, and sometimes communities will come. So we have a new city application workshops across the state every January. We'll have 25, 30 communities come, and some of them will sit there and go, oh, wow, this is, this is the than, real deal. This, okay. is, this is not just a, you know, a grant program, and I get to spend money, and then I walk. No, we're not no. that kind of. And, and I tell them sometimes, I said, if you don't want to work, we're, we're not the ones you want to go with. Right. But if you want to make permanent, sustainable change and make your district better, there's no better program than Main Street. So what's the percentage or how many applications do you typically receive? Each, each year, year, like I said, we have 20 to 25 cities typically attend. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, of those, you'll have some just drop out going, this is a lot. And we know we need to be network. Okay. So the network piece, you don't have to have a hired director, but you don't receive all the services. But that allows us to work with that community for a year. I kind of like to think of the network as our bench. It's like you're training, you're kind of yeah. moving them in. Okay. And staff really works hard with the network. Tandy is over the network mm -hmm. piece. Um, and when we work with them, because we want the most prepared programs to make designation, That's that makes our life much easier. Right. So network is always the best way to start. Uh, but some, frankly, everybody has need not everybody has capacity, and sometimes the capacity is that's what that's where their that community is at, and that's okay. Yeah. So the network piece can be okay for them. Okay. But my goal is always to 
make them designated and do right. all do all the stuff with them. And some network communities, you know, I've heard I think Trisha or maybe you say explain this. Um, network is engaged. Uh, designation is you're putting a ring on it and you're married. <laughs> That's Trisha. She goes, she always says if you, if you want to be designated, you're going to put a ring on it. You know, when your network we're dating. Right. Uh, and it's and it's yeah. like it's a more permanent relationship because once you're designated, you know unless you're just not doing anything and I mean you're in the program. Right. Where I was a local Main Street director is entering their thirtieth year, thirty years of Main Street, yeah. and what has happened there is nothing short of miraculous. And it's it didn't happen overnight. It took time. I mean, we went from almost a fifty percent vacancy rate. Almost half of our stores were vacant downtown to a great American Main Street Award winner in eight years. And it's because we worked our I'm saying that's off. moving fast. And you know, streetscape happened work. in there. We had a year-long construction project. The historic theater was, you know, worked on. And, 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 and since then, things have just exploded. Things that I never even thought about doing, they're doing now. Because they're just at a different level mm-hmm. of economic development there. So it's, and that's where I aspire all of my programs to go. I mean, I can say from a real estate standpoint, we have seen the change in what you guys started, you know, downtown and how it has grown and how it has directly affected all of the communities, you know, not even just within the city limits of Jasper, but within Walker County, because that momentum is obviously mm-hmm. contagious yeah. um, and people want to be a part of it and people want to be here and when people want to be here, that really helps real estate. So, yeah. um we are very thankful to be partners with Main Street, and we are big cheerleaders. So keep up the good work. It is a great program. Um, yes, the realtors are big cheerleaders, um, especially especially those communities that touch downtown. You yes. can see those houses just getting oh, better yeah. and better. And yeah, driving into the district, I'm going, ooh, I want that one, and I want that one. And I now, so we live on the other side of 78 but it only takes me like five minutes to get to downtown um, but my kids all go to school in this area within the area. so I I've got to where I take different routes through those neighborhoods that connect to downtown it seems like every day if I take a different route weaving through there's another house that they are either someone's bought and they're renovating mm-hmm. or you know the people that have lived there they've decided well you know the house on this side and this side has done something so it's time for me to step it up um, so it's it's been really neat to see because there's a lot of those properties that were um, they were vacant and they had absentee owners, so people that they had been probably gifted, you know, a family member had passed away and mm-hmm. it was them, you know, probated and it was in their will to go to them, but they don't live here, so they're not invested. And are you going to put money into a property that, you know, especially if you don't live here, nor do you have ties? Um, so I'm. I'm very thankful to see that momentum, really, and it's starting to spread. Like you said, you start with that core, you do, and it continues to radiate. Because out. the pride is there. We just had a training last week on how to deal with absentee landlords. You know, yes, people who own buildings. We had a lot of problems with that in small town Kansas mm-hmm. uh, because the property was so cheap. So we would have you know people from in one of our towns in particular. There was a person from California who was buying all kinds of property, and they're just uh. filling it full of junk right uh which they called antique store that was never open so but it was just it was cheap storage just for their stuff. stuff and it's and they had taken over i think in this little little town i won't name the town because somebody might know it uh, but in this little town i think they'd taken over eight 
major buildings in the downtown district. Wow. And when you have eight buildings that aren't open to the public, I mean, it kills it kills your exactly. downtown. So that was, you know, how to deal with those absentee landlords and, and work with, like you were just saying, the next generation. Exactly. Uh, maybe this got left to me, and I never really wanted to own a big building in downtown, whatever, but now i got to figure out what to do with right. it. Those are all things that we help a community work through. And our property taxes here are very reasonable. Very Reason. reasonable. Thank you. I was trying to think of the right word. Um, and so people don't think a whole lot about, you know, sending. Yeah. You get, they get their tax bill in. Oh, okay, it's $100, and they just kind of, you know, move on. You don't think about it, especially, yeah. you know, when you live in California or Washington or wherever. Yeah. Even in Birmingham, they don't think about it. So, But, you know, when Mary comes to town and she brings her crew of um, I don't, your, what do you call those? Resource team. Resource team. They Thank roll you. in. They roll in. They do roll in. We really do, yeah. <laughs> um, they don't leave you alone. Once you get through those initial um, activities that, you know, the branding, the market analysis, once you get through those, they don't leave you alone. Mary never leaves you <laughs> for alone. For better or worse. You, say you, you put a ring on it. It's for better or worse, I guess. I know. It's a real marriage. <laughs> it's a continual training. Uh, there, There's a... a uh, a Zoom training, I call it Zoom. Yeah, we have a Zoom meeting once a month. Once yeah. a month. And then before COVID, and we're getting back to that, quarterly we would meet face-to-face with all the directors oh, around so the state. I so miss that. I can't wait to see everybody. Um, and and as part of your MOA, Mary expects certain things out of you. And if you don't do those certain things, um, you don't – she do, – Jasper – Mary doesn't need Jasper. Jasper needs Mary in Main Street, Alabama. Right. Let's just get all that straight. Um, so for the most part, you know, every now and then, um, I mean, I always fulfill everything in the MOA, but I just don't know that, I just don't know that probably, you know, every now and then I get a late report. And <laughs> I guess they were She's waiting on that. Uh-oh. <laughs> But I get it in. And it's so funny because we were just talking about it, too, is um, good cop, bad cop, you know, kind of thing. And and part of, I guess, I'm generally the bad cop. And I try not to be because I'm really a nice person. But because, so sometimes I will have a a program tell me, we we don't have time to do this. And I said, you know, I was a director for 10 years in a bigger town than this. So I call bull. (laughs) No excuses. And this is how you do it. Okay, but but for the record, that's not Jasper. No, that's not Jasper. Thank you. Thank you. No, So every once in a while I do do call bull. But Tricia handles the economic reporting, which is what Mike is referring to. And and she'll send me the list of communities that are behind and – and some of them I go, hey, you know, this. Do you know how to do your reporting? This is how you do it. But for Mike, I just send him a text, going, really? <laughs> and he gets it done. So I always he gets a little up. distracted sometimes. He yeah. always has the numbers. It's Tallulah. He just doesn't it's always Tallulah. enter it into the right. Our I report. always have my numbers because I need those. I always have my economic stats. I just don't always have them in that program that yeah. she wants them in. So that's what I, I That's what I tell Trisha. I said he's got them. He's just not putting them in. But let me send him a text. But now that we have Renee working, check. Renee's doing that. <laughs> yeah. So it's always going to be on time. But Renee's the numbers are important, that, and that's the, the side of sometimes Main Street can be known in a community as, um, as the party planners because they do a lot of, lot of events. Right. And you know, I always call it, you don't want to be the actor prom planning committee. That's not who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, events are important. Yes, you need to have events. But we're economic development in the Correct. best sense. So we do track, have each community track the number of 
buildings purchased, buildings, um, any renovations on a building, if you have new construction, businesses created, jobs created, but we also track businesses lost and jobs lost and the volunteer hours. And upper story development, which, you know, when you were talking about housing, I think the next natural progression for Jasper, in addition to what's happening in in the Town Creek area, which is very cool and exciting, um, is upper story development. You've got a couple now. Yes. But when you think about people living upstairs downtown, typically they will spend up to 40% of their expendable income in the district. So a lot of times people will ask me, so should I build apartments first? Or should the downtown, you know, be full first? And I go, it's chicken and the egg. you got to do one or the other. Yes. But I guarantee you, if you have those people living upstairs downtown, it does a couple of things at market rate. Uh I mean, you don't want it to be known as the cheap place to get an apartment. You want market rate uh, apartments there. But they're going to be eyes on the street. They're going to pay attention to what's going on. They're going to be... You've got people in the Eating in the restaurants and participating in events. And it makes... I mean, that's what those buildings were built for. Exactly. So every once in a while I will go into a community and they go, well, we can't have any apartments upstairs because it's not allowed in the code. And I go, why? Why? (laughs) I do that. Why? Well, you know, I said, you do realize they were built for that. Yes. They were built for the... You can change the code. Yeah, it's not that hard. No. So those are things that I I can sometimes go into a community and say what everybody really wants to say. Right. Because I'm not... You're an outsider. Well, I'm not going to sit beside that person at church that you've just made mad the next Sunday, (laughs) unless they, you know, go where I go. Uh, (laughs) I think I'm safe in Jasper, but um, it's it's, sometimes it just needs to be said. So I get the, I do get the Midwest direct thing sometimes. You're pretty direct. Well, isn't it easier? It is. Isn't it? I can say, oh, bless your heart after it, if you'd like me to. There you go. But, it make you feel a little better. (laughs) A little warm and fuzzy. But you still got to do it. Correct. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's a matter of... Uh, sometimes comparing, I know in Kansas, if if we said, you know, Missouri's doing it. Mm-hmm. Here, I have found that if Mississippi is doing it, that Alabama will sometimes kind of perk up and go. Yeah, we, we can't let them. Can't let it. Mississippi beat up on Alabama. No. So, but for no. me, being not being born and raised here, it's such a beautiful state, and I think we're a, a, a secret to a lot of the United States, just how lovely it is here and how awesome the people are and what a wonderful place it is to live. Exactly. So I'm hoping we get, we're, we're putting in a bid for the National Main Streets Conference in 2024. Awesome. Yeah, and we want we want to show Alabama off to everybody. And we're going to try to get it in Birmingham. We'll see if this all works out. But, Absolutely. Uh, so they'll be traveling over here to Jasper to see what it's like in Walker County, too, if it all works out. That's when... People talk about, you know, the success in, you know, downtown Birmingham with the revitalization mm-hmm. or the success that Huntsville has had with, you know, their different programs that they've done. It doesn't have to be a bad thing because the more people that we have coming in to the state, if we are all stepping up, that's a good thing for everybody. That's, you know, we you cheer for your other communities, even within Walker County. We want the, you know, Cordova and Carbon Hill and all those to be successful because it just helps all of, it all helps of us. You. It's yeah. all connected. We're all connected, everyone. And we need, we need more workforce here. Absolutely. So, you know, promoting what a, what a lovely place it is, mm-hmm. um, allowing other people to come here to live. Because I'll, I'll be honest, it wasn't on my bucket list when, when I was in Kansas. Really? And, and they called me and I go, oh, really? I don't know. 
Oklahoma. And uh, mostly it was because I didn't want to be a state coordinator again. I thought, I've already worked in state government, and I'm just, not I it. just want to change the world. And it's hard to change the world when 15 signatures up above you got to happen. Very true. And when they reached back out and said it was a nonprofit, I went, oh. And then when I moved here, I went, why wouldn't you want to live here? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. There's so much to offer. So I don't think I'm leaving. I think you're stuck with me. So you're, so. you're now I've uh, um, what an honorary Alabamian. Yes, Southern. <laughs> we'll keep you. I have I have the hair product to prove it. Yes, so <laughs> you've learned that. So I have learned. Good. Do you drink sweet tea? Half and half. Okay, well, and I okay. take allergy medicine because oh, there's, yeah, there you there go. Twenty four seven. That is very much an Alabama thing. Yeah, so. It is. Right, but you were getting you were talking about how success builds upon success. All yes. these communities, yeah, like in downtown Jasper, I would have to look at my list of membership. Seven or eight boutiques now, mm-hmm. and used to be one. Um, and these women are coming to town and spending money at restaurants, and they don't just go to one boutique. Oh yeah, they go. They to go several. to all of them. I I saw some people Saturday. Um, there was I did the land chart run with the Jasper Swim Team, so we were on that side of town. You guys were downtown painting. Oh, the flourish. The the mural, yeah, or on the ground, and we just I kind of come through just to see how you guys had done, or if. I needed to stop, but at that point, y'all were done. Oh, no. What time was it? Uh, 11-ish. Oh, no. We weren't done. We were taking a break. (laughs) Okay. Well, I didn't want to come in and obviously get in the way, so I kind of stopped up by Los Reyes. But when I made the loop around, I noticed people walking. And so you'll have people that'll start at Lavish. You know, they'll start at this door. Then they grab their coffee. Mm -hmm. And then they go up, and then they hit Carol's. And then you've got the bakery. And they kind of keep working their way. And you've got people that are walking from, you know, all the way at Lavish, all the way up yeah. um, through. So we didn't have that before. Well, and I saw them Saturday, and they would come by and i say, can I get you a paintbrush? Oh, no, you're doing a great job all by yourself <laughs> or with your, with your volunteers. They've got shopping to do. They've got shopping to do. And they, that's what they were doing. your downtown is busy just because I, I got here a little bit early, and I wanted to drive around, and I wanted to see the new flourish on the ground. And, yes. And I'm, I was kind of checking out your path for, you know, Town Creek and, and all that stuff. And I went, you know, this could all be super connected and how cool that could be. And I've told Mike several times, he's like, he should really do a Great American Main Street Award nomination. Soon. Soon. Jasper could be my first Gamza, and that would make me very happy. So Soon. Right. Soon. So sometimes people called... um, Sometimes people call Mary Dorothy because she came (laughs) from Kansas. Yeah. Um... And you, I have seen flying monkeys. I love me some flying monkeys. Somewhere on your what? wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love this. Oh, you mm-hmm. know, when when the first was, when the original Wizard of Oz came out, of course, I have 11 brothers and sisters, so flying monkeys don't scare me. I kind of wanted one. <laughs> They'd be fun. I kind of wanted yes. one. And then I saw the musical Wicked when we were in, in New York on a trip, and I was going, Oh, those are like Chernobyl flying monkeys. I mean, they're scary. <laughs> Radiation, in fact. Have you seen it? Oh, my gosh. It's the scariest thing ever. It's an ex-nade, the flying no, monkey thing. No, no on that one. But I did get for Christmas a lovely uh, bronze statue from John Forsyth, who is a, a local um, sculptor in Kansas who does amazing work, mm-hmm. in my office of a flying monkey for wow. Christmas for my sister. So I knew I had seen it somewhere. I have a flying monkey in my office. That's, that's really pretty cool. cool. It's very I knew neat. I'd seen it somewhere from one of your sisters because you're one of 12 people. I know that's another story, Yeah. but you're one of 12, peop- 12 children. Of 12 children, yeah. From a Kansas farm. Six girls and six boys, yeah. It's like Brady Bunch doubled. It's fun. Well, when you live on a farm, 
I mean, that's what people did. They had enough children to work the farm and... Okay, well, this is what I want to do. I want to rate uh, Mary on Tallulah's now because, you know, we yes. all know I have this unhealthy obsession with Tallulah Bankhead, my dog, the festival, painting in my house. God, I don't know what else. Um, do you have a shirt? I feel like you need a shirt with like a picture. Okay, so if you're <laughs> listening, we need a Kansas, Alabama shirt <laughs> and a Tallulah shirt. I do have Tallulah shirts, though. But you can always marathon. use more. Yeah, I can. You could always use more. Okay. I can. Um, so I want to rank her on Tallulah's, and I know exactly how many Tallulah's I want to give her. Okay, good. I want to give Mary 1,939 Tallulah's. That's a very specific number. It is, because that was I'm the scared. year that The Wizard of Oz came out. Oh, oh boom. Oh, who, Michael, of course, would know Look that. at you. See, yeah. Boom, See, extra points. Yep, I'm, so. I'm going to agree with that one. It's that beer I'm drinking. I mean, that LaCroix water <laughs> I'm drinking. But, yeah, that's what I want to do. So um, I think we're about through. Do you, you have anything else you want to add? Just real quick, we do have a conference coming up in August, August 18th, 19th, and 20th in Gadsden. And it's called The Lab. We think we're cute. Our lab, Bama. So it's called The Lab every year. We have great speakers. And we have as our keynote, Mary Means who is the founder of Main Street, the whole Main Street movement. This lady is our keynote speaker. I'm so excited about oh, that. That's exciting. And, of course, we'll have our awards banquet. And our awards this year are being made. We, we have our awards each year made by a different Alabama artist, and the awards are being made this year by the ever-lovely Missy Miles. Uh, so you've got Ooh. your your uh, your local gal making all our awards this year, and we, we love us some Missy. So wait till you see them. They're great. So pretty excited about Lab coming up. And anybody can register. So it's it's open. Just go to our website, and you'll see MainStreetAlabama.org, and you can okay. come to conference if we you'd like. We can link too. that on our Facebook page. We can do that. That's and right. On our That's Instagram, we will absolutely do that. Because... So I take care of Facebook, Walker Voices at Facebook. And I handle the Instagram. Yeah. Okay. And go ahead and share out our tag initiative, too. Oh, that's right. We have um, a, so we had a lot of info. We're a license plate tag initiative going on right now. It says shop local, uh, shop local support Alabama. It's support small businesses. That's okay. what it is. It's really a pretty lovely tag. We need 1,000 pre-commitments by October of this year. And if we get a thousand of those pre-committed, I've got mine pre-committed. Uh, uh, Mike Putman from Jasper Main Street Mike does Putman too. Mike Putman has his. They're they're really and they're pretty tags too. Then all of that money will roll into small business grants that we're going to give out across the state of Alabama. So our plan is to use one hundred percent of the proceeds from that to give out small business grants. So. Very cool. But we got to give a thousand of them pre-committed before they'll make the tag. Okay. All right, so I want to I want to say thank you to Rebecca for babysitting Tallulah. She did great. Thank you, Rebecca. We appreciate that. And so we're going to call it a day here. So thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Walker Voices is a DME Media production. Copyright 2021, Daily Mountain Eagle.